Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this. Asking empty questions is like juggling hand grenades. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So the questions you ask in sales or in life are directly proportional to your outcomes. And trust me, questions are not all created equal. As a salesperson, as a leader, as a man, as a woman, you have to be aware of the types of questions you are asking because the wrong kinds of questions are like juggling hand grenades, as we'll explain here in just a second. There are empty questions and there are powerful questions. In a recent sales conversation, I witnessed empty questions being asked. So here's the situation. We're on a call and we have a prospect, an executive, and the executive's brand new hire. And it was her first day. Now we're in the process of working the deal and reviewing aspects of the proposal and the plan. And this executive wanted to bring this new hire in to be introduced to the, uh, to the project. Now we haven't closed the deal yet. We're in that process and it's still a competitive deal. But during the conversation, we had an opportunity to ask questions. And we asked the questions around what would be some of their ideal outcomes. Specifically, we invited, I invited, the new hire to share what would be ideal for her. And what are the things that she likes? And what, what are the things that she'd like to know about? In other words, creating space for her to speak into the situation and for us to align to this new customer because we've got no, not only executive but also her director that she's brought on. Now, during the same conversation, the teammate that I had with me started asking what I would call empty questions. Empty questions that didn't advance the conversation. For example, he asked the new hire, hey, have you ever worked in this business before? Have you ever worked in this particular industry? And the new hires said, had to admit, they're in front of her new boss that no, she hadn't. And I'm, 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 uh, I'm wanting to reach through the phone and grab my colleague and, uh, and shake him. <laughs> Because that, that question was purely built from a place of, I, I want to connect, but I don't know how, and there's space. And so I asked this question about, you know, have you ever, you know, have you ever done anything in this industry before? Now, if you look at the construct of that question, there's nowhere it can go. There's no outcome that is positive that will advance the conversation. It simply puts the receiving person of that question on the defensive because it feels like an interrogation. For, unfortunately, the, 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 uh, the new hire, she had to answer, no, I don't. And I could only imagine how that felt to have to admit that in front of her new boss on her front first day. 
I, f- I literally felt the energy of that after this question. I wanted to shake my colleague. I knew what he was doing. He just wanted to connect, but he was coming from a place of uncertainty and at some level neediness. And so just needed to fill the space in the conversation with what he thought was a conversational type question. Hey, have you ever worked in this industry before? Again, the context of asking that question, it had nothing to do, it did not advance, the, the nothing to do with the conversation, didn't advance it in any way. A few moments later, as we were trying to uh, set up the next meeting for the next checkpoint in the deal, and I said, hey, does you know, Friday the 22nd or 29th, whatever it was, does Friday the 29th look like, the, like, look like a good day for you to connect on the next step. And as the executive was looking for her, uh, for a calendar, my colleague asked, hey do, you, hey, do you work from home on Fridays? Again, a filler question that had no point. But if you look at the nature and the context and of the question within that conversation, you had to realize you have a new employee with a new boss. And my colleague's question created a space where it says, you know, basically the boss is going to have to reveal whether she works from home on Fridays and who knows what their work from home policy is like or isn't like. The point was, is that the question didn't advance anything in the conversation. And the, the, the appropriate question would be is was what time would be ideal for you on Friday? And that was where that was the previous question. We she was looking for that. What time would be ideal for you on that Friday to check in on the next steps of the deal? No problem. The question, hey Jan, do you work from home on Fridays? Completely irrelevant. Now again, this was just simply and I uh, the intention of my colleague was simply to connect. He wanted to connect, but he was coming from a place of uncertainty and and his own uncertainty led to him asking and speaking, you know, speaking out of turn, speaking out, not, not so much speaking out of turn, but like just, just seeking to fill the space. And in a sales conversation, creating space for the prospect or client or colleague is the entire objective to create space to create new possibilities to create new discoveries new revelations that can advance the person you're leading the prospect forward but if you ask specifically current situation questions that are irrelevant it comes off feeling to the recipient as needy uncertain unaware and it's felt it's the only way i can explain it it's felt it's felt by the person receiving them in other words after that conversation the prospect executive and her new director undoubtedly had a level of feeling of there were moments that i felt uncomfortable in that conversation now overarchingly does it nuke the deal no but there were unneeded moments of discomfort in that conversation and no doubt created um, a debit in the trust bucket with um, my colleague. 
Now, here's the takeaway, is that empty questions can absolutely detonate the energy of a conversation. You're better off to not ask a question and be quiet than ask something to fill the space. Don't fill the space. An empty question has the following characteristics. It closes down space instead of opening space. Hey, Sarah, have you ever worked in this industry before? Now put yourself in the shoes of Sarah. She, she feels exposed. What's my, what's my right answer here? Right? What, what, am I, should I say no? Should I say yes? Should I say, like, who knows the dynamics of her personal situation with her boss? All it does is create an unneeded exposure and it closes down. It feels in, like an interrogation. Hey, Jan, do you, work from, do you work from home on Fridays? Unneeded information, not irrelevant, closes down. I don't want to, maybe Jan doesn't want to reveal that sometimes she works from fr- home on Fridays. In other words, it creates a closing down of space. The opposite of this would be, hey, Sarah, what would be some ideal ways that What are some of the ideal things that you look for in a relationship with your with your partners, your business partners? Uh, Hey, Jan, when ideally would you have a call on Friday afternoons in your schedule? It opens up space. Um, This also plays in with this idea of current situation questions. Now, there are a lot of sales processes today that coach sales teams to start by asking, where are you at now? Where are you doing now? What are you at, what are, you, where, what are your problems? What are your, uh, what, where are you struggling right now? If I hear one more sales training that, that focuses on that, I'm gonna, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna stab myself with this pen in my, through my temple because it's so bad. It's so self-focused, it's so contrived, it's so, Um, It's so amateur. I'm going to leave you with this. Your questions need to always advance the conversation forward and open space. And then your job is to hold that space, not fill it with foolish questions. Here's the reason that speaking and asking a current situation question that's irrelevant. I mean, it's one thing to ask a current situation question that's relevant. That there is a place for that. But it's not at the front of the conversation. It's later. It's fact gathering. We don't need that. Our job is to help create a space and open it up for the prospect to see further down the road. They don't get that in their day to day. That's part of our job. But here's the problem with asking irrelevant current situation questions is you don't know what landmine you might step on. Those questions can trigger unseen and hidden dynamics in a conversation that can hurt or damage trust or just damage the fact that or just expose yourself for the fact you don't have enough awareness to not speak. And like I said, it's 100% felt by the other person. So as a sales executive, you must be extremely aware of the quality of your questions and when, and the timing of your questions and the ability to hold space. That is, be quiet and be present. And 
those simple little things can be the delta, the difference in the deal. All things being equal, if you're on a playing field, sometime, on an even playing field, sometimes the only thing that's differentiating your product versus the other guys is you. Sometimes the only thing differentiating your highly profitable deal versus a less than profitable deal is you. And so where right now in your life are you asking poor quality questions? Where right now in your business are you asking poor quality questions? What, would, what do you have to do to change your poor quality, empty questions into high quality, precisely timed, powerful questions that open up space and create a window for your prospect instead of closing down space, eroding trust, and making them feel like they're interrogated? If your sales process is currently based off of uh, a focus of asking people where they're at and what they're doing now, and that's where your conversation starts. I mean, have you consider that you are giving up deals right now. You are giving up deals, you're giving up margin, you're giving up profit, you're giving up commissions, you're giving up bonus, you're giving up all of that stuff because of your lack of awareness. People wanna work with people they can trust. And part of the way you build trust is demonstrating your ability to be aware in the moment. Because unlike a closed situation question or an empty question, a powerful question can create connection. It can create trust. And it can propel not only the deal forward, but actually the recipient forward. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. If you'd like to go deeper into the conversation around powerful questions, go to thesaleswar.com. There's a training there called the Sales Weaponization Protocol. You can also pick up the book, The Sales War, on Amazon, Audible, Kindle, and anywhere else that you find books. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.